is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. Hello, and welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. I am Ellen, and today I'll be talking about securing the impact of your consulting project. But before we dive into today's episode, let me give you a short recap about our previous Six Level Series episode. We talked about setting up the right delivery model for your consulting project. The key here is to understand where your company stands and what are the different options out there before you make a decision on what delivery model would be best suited for your project. The first step is deciding which one of these options makes sense based on your culture, your policies, and your project needs. And not every option is suitable for every situation. There are delivery models that you can choose from. It can be work with an in-house consulting team. It can be having a hybrid team with a mix of in-house expertise and also expert consultants. Or it can be outsourcing the project to a consulting firm if necessary. And there are also other options that you could consider, such as having uh, micro-consulting, you know, very short project or experts on demand, or just hiring a temporary workforce from one of the many marketplaces that are available today. But then you build simple tools to help your business lines to make informed decisions for the projects. In other words, you lead their make buy analysis. So if you want to learn more about how to choose the right delivery model for your consulting project, please watch our previous episode. And for those watching on YouTube, click on the info card on the screen. You can also follow us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, and any other major streaming platform for more content like this. And if at any point you like this video, don't forget to give this a thumbs up. And now let's jump onto today's topic, which is securing the impact of your consulting projects. Are you disappointed with the result of your consulting project and somehow feel like you could have done better? Well, the good news is that it doesn't have to be that way. You can make a real difference in advancing your strategy, tracking efficiencies and capturing savings. But for that, your projects needs to deliver impact, right? But actually, even before that, it starts with working on the right projects and assembling the right project team the delivery model, for maximum effectiveness. And as once, once said, the right process, teams, collaboration with the right people can go a long way. So if you're curious about how to invest in the right projects or setting up the right delivery model, you can head back and listen to those episodes to get the whole picture on how to maximize the ROI of your consulting spend. Now, coming back to securing the impact well, you know this has more to do with your business lines than the procurement department. But still, you'll see that involving your procurement teams early will be beneficial. Know that you're working on the right projects and with the right setup, you need to make sure that you work on the right scope. And I mean by that, that you need to differentiate between the must have and the nice to have while building the requirements for your project. So before you secure the impact on your consulting project, make sure to define your needs finally. Take a look at what's truly necessary before embarking, the must have if you like. So when 
it comes to maximize the ROI of your consulting spends, there are two sides of the problem. One side is about the impact or the value, and the other one is the cost. The two faces of the same coin, actually. When you invest in a big CapEx project, for instance, a new factory or a new machinery, you look only at the results? No, you want the most cost-efficient solution. Well, that should be the same for consulting. So you need to define what you want to work on, but also how you want to work and keep a close eye on the delivery model of your project and plan strategically. Overall, this gives you total clarity from start to finish, ensuring your goals are achieved. So now comes to part of choosing the consulting that you need. That is if you are sort of a project, of course. So working with the right consultants is essential to secure success. A consulting firm that has the capability to understand your specific project as well as the experience and political weight. And for those who wonder what political weight is, is the credibility of the consulting firm in the eyes of your board or the investors. That's what we call political value, and it can be an important part of your jobs. But sometimes you want also a consulting firm that understand a given language or culture. Not that I'm saying that you should always go to the local consulting firm, but you can choose the best consulting firm that understands the said language and culture on top of everything else that you want them to do. For instance, would you send a German consultant to rural France where nobody speaks English or German? No, unless the site consultant speaks French and understand the managerial culture in SMEs in rural France. So your consultant should fit into this new space like a missing puzzle piece, something that will secure the impact of your consulting project. The right combination of expertise, industry experience, and a tailored approach to secure your goals is what you ought to be aiming for. So after getting the basic who, what, where, and when out of the way, it's time to get everyone aligned. What I mean by that is that you need to make sure that your consultants and your stakeholders are on the same page before starting a project, because that's extremely important. You don't want one side thinking that they have access to endless resources, while the other is expected something confined to a tight budget, for instance or not agree on what should be delivered and when. You have to work together to ensure that you make clear expectations for deliverables, timeline, governments, etc. So there is no ambiguity about how things will go down. So now that you've checked all these boxes and your project is ready to start, well, actually, you only halfway there to secure the impact. That's time for the fun part, managing the project. After all the planning, strategizing and analyzing, finally, you can make a real difference. Managing a project will no doubt bring its you know, share of ups and downs, but with the right attitude and preparation, you can make it successful. It just takes a bit of time and organization. Let me tell you how to manage a consulting project. First thing first, you need to have a designated project manager in place because that's how you can make sure that the proper resources are allocated, that they are allocated appropriately, while also keeping an eye on the progress being made by both the projects and the consultants. So by taking the time to manage your consulting project, you can reduce delays, manage costs, get greater control over the timeline for completion and the quality and adequacy of the deliverable. And I, ultimately, that's how you maximize your return on investment.
So while the project manager is there to see everything is done the way it's supposed to, you also need to make sure that progress is made and goals are met. Setting up regular project meetings can be an important aspect of successful manage project management. So these meetings are usually weekly so that you and your team can assess how the project is progressing, reassess goals when necessary, and provide a chance to all team members, including the consultants, to voice any issues that, which would be a great way of staying on top of the project, and also provides an opportunity for predictive, creative problem solving if any concern arises. So you see, it's like traditional project management. So this gives you an idea that successfully managing a consulting project requires constant attention, and diligent, and it's essential to keep a close relationship with the consultants, and but also be sure that you are in control of every step in the process. Too often, inexperienced project managers lose control of the project, where they allow the consultants too much freedom to manage them themselves. And, and it's important to understand that the consultants are there to provide advice and guidance, but not take over the entire management of your project. Now, regardless of size, having a real governance in place with a steering committee is also a great way to ensure success. It will allow you to manage your project more effectively, create clear goals and objectives, and maintain an organized timeline. On um, very small projects, it can be a meeting at the end of a project that will also provide closure and allow you to reflect on what worked, what didn't work, and how you would do if you had to do it again. So now I have a tip for you. Uh, managing a consulting project also requires you to pay your consultant effectively. And you can consider leveraging some creative compensation fee structures that can help align the consultant's interests with yours. So the most common uh, fee structure is flat fee, right? But there are some other more dynamic approach such as value sharing or performance-based structures. So value-based fee is a pricing strategy where the prices are set not on time and material or cost plus margin, but rather on the client perceived value of the service delivered. And then with value sharing-based fees, you decide to share that value created with the consultants. And very often, they will be paid more than with a, a flat fee. So for consulting services, it could be a share of savings, realizing a cost-cutting project, for instance. Performance-based fees can be used when it's complicated to measure the value. You then have to define clear objective. I recommend using you know, the SMART objective method. So if you're curious about it, you can have a look at Peter Drucker's management by objective concept. So define the, um, the objective and the rewards they will get in achieving these objectives. So, by showing how the efforts will be rewarded, that you might gain not only a strong technical partner, but also someone who wants your project to succeed as much as you do. The way you end your project is also vital. So you have to make sure that whether you have everything that it was promised and paid everyone who was owed, because there's nothing that ruins a relationship like leaving behind debt or disgruntled people, right? And it's also a great idea to leave feedback with the suppliers or the team members involved in the project. If they receive constructive pointers, they'll be better prepared for their next endeavor with you, delivering more impact. So on the long run, you are a winner, right? So when it comes to consulting projects, cost and impact are often inextricably linked. 
um, you can think that the higher the cost, the greater the impact, but it's, and it's something true. However, what is sure is that you can secure significant impact on your consulting project by investing wisely in the right areas. The key is to look for those opportunities that will allow you to maximize the bank for your buck while ensuring that you make an impact with your investments. In other words, cost and impact are the two sides of the same coin. Secure your desired outcome without breaking the bank. So as a conclusion, you know, for your business line, securing the impact of that project is often their single top priority. And as a procurement leader, it's important to listen to your key stakeholders and bring them just that. And as we saw today on that particular topic, the ball is mostly in their court because they are the ones that define the needs, that choose the consulting firm, that manage the project. But your role is important too. You are here to help them. You can challenge their needs to make sure that they do indeed focus on the mess have. You can bring in new consulting firms to open their horizon to new players and new methodologies. You can ask for regular meetings with your project team on large projects to get feedback on the consulting firm, make sure the project and the changes are traced and offer your help in case of a problem. Don't wait for them to give you the opportunity. Go to them, propose your help, listen to what they have to say, be the facilitator, be the problem solver. And at, at one point, you won't have to ask anymore. Well, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. I hope that now you know how to secure the impact of your consulting project. And if you don't, you can just come and ask us at Consulting Quest. Thank you for listening. So keep an eye out for me next week because I have another uh, exciting topic, the next flavor. And until then, stay safe and happy sourcing. And if you have any question regarding US topics, you know you can always contact me directly on LinkedIn or by email because I'm always game for a chat. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.